small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is a bonus episode. This is only the second one that we've ever done. And the reason I'm dropping this bonus episode is you've already seen the artwork. It's to, it's to promote uh, my Indiegogo for my film uh, called Uplift. So the reason I'm doing this is because people on Twitter and people on Facebook know about this, but we have so many listeners across the world that don't know a thing about it. And we're two weeks away from the Indiegogo ending. So look, I need to, uh, I need to shill out a little bit and push this thing. So <laughs> we, we are currently, we, have, we are at 26% of our goal but uh, we have a long way to go, and hopefully some of you will hear this and go look at our teaser trailer and listen to my story about what this film is about, and you'll be so inclined to throw down a fiver or a 10 or whatever. You but can tell people what, this, what the documentary is about, though, on this, right? I'm going to tell them what the documentary is about. That's my wife, Pilar Alessandra. Thank you, Pilar, for talking before I introduced you. <laughs> um, <laughs> also sitting in with us is... Uh, writer Eric Gardner. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. How are you, Pat? And it's Gardner or Garner? Garner. Garner, not Gardner. Not, not Gardner, like Jennifer. Like Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Okay, great. Eric Garner. And uh, thank are you, you so much. Are you guys related? Yeah, are you related? Uh, no, no, I'm not that lucky. Oh, well, too bad. Sorry. You wouldn't want to be related to her. You wouldn't want to not be related oh, okay, to her true. and then meet her at a bar. Uh, <laughs> that's what you want. That's true. Go. Now you have an opening line. <laughs> <laughs> You two are drinking wine. And eating peanuts. <laughs> you said peanuts, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> just making sure. It is, we're explicit. Um, so Eric, Eric was just in one of Pilar's writers groups. So uh, I said, hey, if anyone wants to stay and sit in, and no one did. And then we tricked Eric into doing it with uh, peanuts and uh, wine. <laughs> and right. wine. And because I contributed to Indiegogo, and you, this is a great did. project. That's so. right. Thank you, Eric. That's right. Eric, Eric is, did. Yes. We love you, Eric. Yes, we Thank do you love you, Eric. Are. Uh, also, to anyone who's a, a Patreon supporter, I'm not trying to double dip with you guys, although I know that many of you uh, already did uh, support and back the program through the Indiegogo, and I appreciate it so much. So here we go. Here's what we're going to do today, Pilar and Eric, and you can ask me any questions as we go along. First, let me tell everyone what this film is about. The film's called Uplift. It's a documentary, and in an eight-day span, my friend Aaron Gould and I, we traveled coast to coast, Santa Monica Pier to Boston Harbor, and we traveled across the country totally or exclusively by the rideshare Lyft. Let me tell you, it's cheaper to fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, it's cheaper <laughs> but, to fly. <laughs> but I tell you, it's not as fun as, and it's more fun than flying. <laughs> flying is not fun. So anyway, that's what we did. We were uh, through 13 states. We had 30 drivers, men, women, black, white, gay, straight, all different uh, social and economical backgrounds. And what we did was kind of what I do here on the show when I have a, uh, a musical guest, we just interviewed them. We got their story. We threw some GoPros up in the can- in the cars and we just we just let it go whatever happened happened and we got some great stuff we met some amazing people and that's what the film's about it's a nice slice of america everyone's different but kind of all the same too so that's what it's about so i'm going to take you on the journey through songs i just picked out a song list today of uh you know points in the country where we were or i found i was able to find 
we had six female drivers. I was able to find four songs with their name. The other two drivers were Roland and Jamalia. And you're not going to find those names in songs. You might after this. That's right. That's what, go write some songs. Good. But um, so anyway, uh, Aaron Gould is a filmmaker. He's made, uh, he's made short films. He's made web series. So he was the perfect companion for me because I had a, a built-in post-production staff. And uh, also, he's, uh, he's easy to get along with, and we have the same sense of humor. And uh, we really had a great time. Because I was thinking, eight days in a car with Pat. Yeah. You were thinking, people <laughs> Even were like, I have not done you were, eight you days were in a car. You were cheering from home. I right? was yeah. just like, oof, good on you, Aaron. Actually, let's be honest. My wife had a meltdown uh, the week before I left. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, my whole job is to, like, help people realize their dreams, mm-hmm. you know, with, with their creative projects. And yet, yeah. when my husband... And yeah, when it's your husband, <laughs> it's a little harder. Unless, yes. you, unless you share, share toothpaste with them. Right. And, and then suddenly I was like, what is this? You know, you're leaving the first day of high school, a week before college. Um, it's not on brand. I mean, I just kept going. I was yeah. like, it's going to cost a million dollars. What are you doing? And then, uh, and then it, all it took was, as soon as they left, just seeing even a picture or two, I was like, oh, I get it. Because yeah. seeing Pat with these drivers and they and just recognizing like, this sounds corny, but this is America. Right, you but know? It's, it's not corny. I mean, I've seen the clips and yeah. it's not corny at all. It really is America. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so then I came around. So yeah, we, uh, I, the week before I left, Pilar was just, I'm like, I'm just like nonchalantly in bed watching TV and she comes and stands by the side of the bed. And I was like, oh, does she want a treat? Because <laughs> that's what the cat does. A treat? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, it's just so weird. It is Stories weird. Stories get weirder. You may be getting close to time to play a song. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and she was, what did you say to me? You're like, you, I, I don't feel like you're even preparing for this. And well, I you go, weren't. You're just said, watching TV <laughs> and, and you're said, about to do a documentary said, and you're doing nothing. And I said, look, I, I've, I've ordered the equipment. We've, ske- I've, I've got the first two uh, Airbnbs booked. So I know that we need to get to this destination in the first two days. I, I said, was like, do you know how much a lift costs? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I did. No. I said, yeah. no. So much for helping him realize his dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did. It's no, I had figured it. I had I had put it in the app and, and saw about approximately how much each not no, okay. I had. All yes, right. I had. All right. All right. Turn her mic off. Okay. Um, so and then she's like, and I go, and I'm not, I can't really prepare to interview the people. I don't know. I go, I don't want to have a I didn't want to have a book of questions. I didn't want to be like a telemarketer with blah, 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 blah. I just wanted it to be in the moment. And I, I felt like, I feel like that's, if I have one skill, it's oh, that. Yeah. No, I never question that. that. So Pat can talk to anybody and, about anything, <laughs> anywhere. And then Pilar said, are you sure no one else has ever done this before? I go, well, I Googled well, it and I looked yeah. around and I, I haven't seen. And she goes, what if after you do it, you find out that someone else has done it? And so I went way back old school and I go remember when ER and Chicago Hope both debuted at the same time on TV and they were the same exact show I go well then we'll just we'll just see who does it better and let the chips fall and that's all I could tell her about that good for okay. you yeah good, good that's for what you I for said. saying no to your wife that's what does what she I said. know that's what I said I said Come now on. and then I threw her a Triscuit yeah I go there's your treat <laughs> all right so my treat. let me tell you some fun stuff the night before, uh, Aaron and I, Aaron came in like two days early and we tested the cameras and we, um, we put them in the car and we drove around a little bit, but we, we hadn't asked, uh, we hadn't actually called a Lyft driver to see if they would pick us up and let us put the cameras in. So Aaron's like, we should probably try this. So it was the night before we're going to leave. We call three Lyft drivers in a row. 
none of them would let us put the cameras up. None. None. They said no. And so the third lift driver were like, well, take us to Sherman Oaks. We're going to have food. So we got food and we talked. <laughs> and we're like, I'm like, you might be going back to San Francisco tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is crazy. We, we might not be able to do it. Like it might not, like we think we can do it, but we don't know. That's the thing. We didn't know if we could really do it. And it was just the two of us. We didn't have a film crew. It wasn't right. like there was a location manager or people scheduling the rides. It was just the two of us. So the next day we leave the house and uh, we take a lift to Santa Monica but we don't ask this guy because he's not part of it. It's going to start in Santa Monica. In mm -hmm. our minds, we want to start at the water and end at the water. So on the way there, we tell this guy what we're about to do. And he's like, this is an awesome idea. Oh, my God. And he's so into it. And then I said, if we would have asked you to put the cameras up, would you have said yes? He goes, probably not. <laughs> just, so, just do it, in other words. Yeah. So we get to Santa Monica. And that brings me to my first song. This is by Everclear. And the song is actually called Santa Monica, although they don't say Santa Monica in the lyrics. I am still living with your ghost Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast I don't want to be your downtown I don't want to be your stupid game With my big black boots and an old suitcase I do believe I'll find myself a new You know that song, Pilar? That's a cool song. Yeah. Nin 90s song there, right? 1995. Because oh, yeah. I was going to ask, like, could you possibly have play, pay, actually played something post-2010? But I, I was wrong. Have I have stuff all over the place. Okay. <laughs> it's, that's a great song. No, I don't know it. I had to find songs that went with the story I'm about to tell. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. So we get dropped off in, in Santa Monica. We go down to the pier. We shoot some B-roll. We shoot some stuff. Here's what we're going to do. We're leaving from Santa Monica. We're about to call our first Lyft driver. And again, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. We assume we're going to be calling a lot of drivers before we can get out of Santa Monica. But sure enough, the first driver we call, he's into it. His name's Talis. And now I have a problem saying these two words together, but he drives for Lyft. But his, his, his job and his passion is he's a sushi Chef. Say that 10 times fast. I cannot say it <laughs> even. On, I can't even. Say, I have to say it with a paw. Sushi chef. There. That was as good as it's going to get. That was cute. And, uh, and this guy was great. He was uh, so much fun. Uh, he talked so much that he missed. Uh, he was taking us from Santa Monica to, I think, San Bernardino. And he talked so much he kept missing exits. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I missed that exit. And we're like, okay. It's okay. Because we just couldn't believe that someone picked this up and that we are actually, we've started the journey. We've started to film. So uh, the song I'm going to play well, for... I got to ask you, so yes. San Monica, San Bernardino, yeah. rock solid, Route 66, right? Was that, was that you were consciously mimicking the lyrics of Route 66 or was that a subconscious? It was, must have been subconscious. I was okay. just like, I, was just, I, would just, uh, I would just open the map and go, hmm, that looks like, there's got to be lift in San Bernardino. That's just what I thought. So I'm like, how far can we go? You know, because I, I wouldn't want to have like eight drivers a day. I thought mm -hmm. four or five drivers a day is good. But that's good. That's a good. Yeah. Question. Did you pick Route sixty six as I one of your songs? I did not pick Route sixty six. <laughs> I threw this is a bonus. Had Eric with this, you. This is a, I should have. That's okay. That's why he's here. So uh, you'll probably want to think about that song instead of the one that I picked because you two have never heard this song. Okay. Uh, this song was made popular by David Lee Roth, who remade it. Uh, this is from a band called Talus. 
because our first driver was named Talus. Okay. Okay. And since he was such a big talker, he was definitely not a shy boy, but this song is called Shy Boy. Mm. You both will hate this. <laughs> not even playing. I hate it already. Yeah, it's not playing for it's some It's the reason. worst. It's a terrible it's song. It's a very shy boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try again. Shy boy. There we go. Oh, my God. This is right in your wheelhouse, yeah. PR. Yeah, that's awful. How's that? Pretty bad. Yeah, I'm more of the Everclear kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I, I guarantee that it's not, we were not going to go that way the whole entire, uh, the whole entire show. Route 66. Route 66 time, Just call up Eric before every podcast from now on. <laughs> Thank man, you, Paul. Look, yeah. man, I just put this together. <laughs> it's bonus episode. I don't put a lot of preparation into a bonus episode. <laughs> I wing it. Uh, so it's so funny when we were traveling, we, everyone, we told that we were going to San Bernardino, all the drivers said, ah, oh, you don't want to go to San Bernardino. Everyone just kept saying how bad San Bernardino is. Is that true? Did you know this? About I, I did. I used to live in the Inland Empire. Uh, and yeah, you really probably generally don't want to go to San Bernardino. So I know knock on the people who live there, but it's a rough town. Right. Is it rough? It is rough. Really? Like, it's sad. Like, it's sad. huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know. Who knew? Luckily, we only stayed, we only stayed in any given point. If it wasn't overnight, we were literally, uh, the way the day worked is the driver would take us to, uh, after a couple of days, we figured it would be a Starbucks was the best place mm-hmm. to be dropped off. We'd get dropped off at a Starbucks. We would go in, get a drink or a sandwich, use the restroom, and then right back out, call another lift and keep on going. And that was the day, the whole day. Boom, boom, driver. And no sleep at all? Or did well, we would spend the you'd night. spend the night, okay. But, uh. The thing is, when you're driving and you're a passenger, sometimes you just chill, want to chill out and sure. maybe take a nap. But when you're interviewing people, we had to stay on the whole entire day. So when we did hit our final destination for the night, we were that was it. We were done. I all know time. you. I live with you. I'm married yeah. to you. You stay on all day anyway. <laughs> it's a different on, though. It's okay. a different type of on. It's, it's, not, it's on for the imaginary audience as yeah, opposed it, to yeah, the it, yeah. real people in the car. It's not like being annoying around the house. It's like, you know. It's even, it's more than that. You gotta, you gotta, that annoying. You gotta get these, you gotta get these people to trust you and then, and then feel that you're funny and that they can open up to you. So what, what was a, 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 something you would say to them that would usually kind of get their defenses down? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I know that when we, I know that after like day two to get their defenses down, because when. When the drivers would come initially, we would be stuttering and stammering. We didn't know how to uh-huh. explain ourselves. We were really, True. we just figured that out as, as it went. But finally, about day three, we hit on, drivers would come up. They would see we have luggage, so they'd open their trunk. And then I would say to the drivers, I'll just use uh, Eric. I'll say, Eric, you, let's pretend you're the driver. I would say, Eric, before, yes. you, before you pick. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? He's good, pointing at me. Good, good so, role yeah. playing, good, Eric. Yeah, thank Very you. Good. Very good. Very good. I would say, Eric, before you put our luggage in your trunk, I have to ask you a question. And then they would look at you kind of yeah. weird. What's the question going to be? Eric's looking right. at him kind of weird right now. now. Well, he always looks at me that way. Mm-hmm. And I would say, are you ready for an adventure? And then their faces would light up. And they would be like, well, <laughs> Eric's face did not light up. <laughs> at first, but, he's, a, he's an attorney. He's an attorney. Yeah. He's going to be like, I've what? i got to be skeptical no matter what. Yeah. He's had many adventures. But when you're a Lyft driver and you've been driving all day long and, and someone says this to you, their faces would all light up and they'd say, well, what do you got? And then we'd tell them and they would go, wait a minute. You 
started in Santa Monica and you're in Cheyenne, Wyoming now. And, and they would just go, all right. Everyone said every, only two drivers said no. One guy said he didn't have enough gas to get us to Vegas. And another guy, we got in, we set the cameras up and we were ready to roll. And he just said, I gotta be honest. I do not really want to be on camera. Oh, and so yeah. and we're like, well, we said, thank you for telling us because that would have been a waste of your time and our time. So, and Eric, just so you know, uh, on a legal level, there was always a release signed. There's Just so you know. I'm sure there right were. Right here. Okay. These are, so, look, I have the releases right oh, here. Are we he, supposed he's to actually sign showing release? me the releases. There you go. No, no, I'm just trying to no. go through the drivers. Okay. Just so I know what drivers. <laughs> so um, so we get we got all the way. We got through um, wherever we needed to go. We got San Bernardino and Barstow, and then we were heading up to... Well, what did you think of San Bernardino when you got there? Did you get an, have an impression of it? Just, I it's, didn't, I it's didn't, beautiful around it, I, for sure. I think we got dropped at a, in an outburger where I... Uh, Proceeded to drop my $100 sunglasses into the toilet. Oh. There you go. All right. So terrible. Time to move on. 100 more dollars at this cost. Keep going. <sighs> I know. Put that on the budget. That's in the budget now. <laughs> so then we, uh, we moved on and we went from uh, California and then we needed to take a, a stop in Nevada. We always found it hard to take her. She wouldn't listen to advice And though he never tried to make her She often thought it would be nice Oh, now she's heading out to California It's been a long time coming But she's feeling like a woman tonight <laughs> This song actually works in reverse because the woman's heading to California and we we're heading out of California. Um, but it said stop in Nevada. It's Billy Joel, so. right? There perhaps, it's, it's, it's perhaps Billy not Joel. a lot of songs with Nevada. Probably not. Yeah. Right. I love how Billy Joel knows what it's like to feel like a woman tonight. Sure he does. Look, he's very feminine. <laughs> so, some lyrics age better than others. Yes. <laughs> She's feeling uh, like a woman tonight. Now, one of our drivers on the first day was was uh, was a big dude, a big Hispanic dude with some tattoos and facial hair, and you know he loved. He had an LA Dodgers hat on. He loved Dodgers and just looked like a big gruff dude. And then he gets a phone call, and he goes, "Hold on, this is my daughter's school. I need to take this." <laughs> and then he turned in. This was like I was like, "Oh, this is the kind of thing that's so cool." And he's like. And the teacher's like, hey, Mr. Bubba, we're calling to talk about, you know, whatever his daughter's name was. And, you know, her math grade is is a little low, but she's getting it up. And, and he's like, well, that's good because we don't want her to fall behind. And it was just like, I'm like, oh, my God, because you judge a book by a cover. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. Even though people will say you shouldn't and you don't, you do. I mean, you do. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I was just like, holy crap, this big, tough looking dude is just, just he just, his demeanor just totally turned and he got into dad mode and it was really it was really sweet it was really really sweet so uh so we did eventually then we got to we got to las vegas this is brandon flowers
So we get to Las Vegas. Of course, we immediately go to a brothel. No, wow. we didn't. Oh, well. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, How do you Eric? feel about Vegas, Eric? Or it, do you find it fabulous? In very small doses. Yeah. 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 Pilar and I don't care for it. We never really had a good time there. Welcome to no. hot, sticky. Yeah. Sweaty. Expensive. Expensive Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, are you, do you gamble when you're in Vegas? Uh, no, I don't gamble. Yeah. I used to gamble there, but no, no more. Oh, we don't. You know, yeah. my 401k is enough gambling, so yeah, don't, don't do What's that. a 401k? That would be, nice. <laughs> be nice if we had one of those. There you, exactly. That's why you don't gamble. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I know. So, uh, so Las Vegas, we stop, we have dinner, and we just keep going. So uh, then we end up, uh, we end up leaving Las Vegas. <gasps> I love the song. a tune you can grab hold I of. I love Pilar. anything Lilith Fairy. You know that. <laughs> I show my age. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but you were grooming. It's a, a yeah, classic song. That's a great yeah. classic song. It is a great song. It is. Yeah. Uh, and now when we, when, now if people are wondering why this was the route that we chose, it's because mm -hmm. a lot of the southern states don't have lift. So I had to. I oh, had, really? Yeah. So I had, to, I had to route us through the states that have lift, which, you know, it took us north and then across like, uh, you know, the top, not the top, top, but, you know, through, uh, through uh, you know, uh, Illinois and Indiana, Ohio and Pennsylvania. So no lift in any part of the state or that would cover the whole state? Or well, I mean, there, it might be somewhere down south, but then we couldn't continue on. Right. So I, okay. had to, I had to make sure that we had, you know, a route where we could... Lift continuity. Where, yes, yeah. lift continuity. And trust me, I made some mistakes. <laughs> so it was quite, uh, it was quite uh, unfun when I would make a mistake. Uh, one of the states we were in, but just for a little piece of it, was actually Arizona. So nothing exciting happened there. We just drove through it, and this is just a song called Arizona. She must belong to San Francisco. Super sounds of the 70s. She must have lost her oh, no. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Posting a poster of Pancho and Cisco, one California day. She says she believes in a Robin Hood and Brotherhood and colors of green and gray. And all you can do is laugh at her. Doesn't anybody know how to pray? Arizona, take off your rainbow shades. Arizona. You hate super sounds of the seventies. Here's 70s. the thing: oh. when white guys try and get soulful, it makes me laugh. Well, and you, that's a lot of super sounds of the seventies. This white guys trying to get soulful. A lot of horns. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, horns. yeah. Mm -hmm. You you can laugh and still love it. <laughs> and at least you didn't leave us standing on the corner in Winslow, or something. That's yeah. true. That's right. true. Oh, oh that's oh, only been played like a million times yeah, on this show. <laughs> uh, so our final stop for the fir first day was uh, in St. George, Utah. 
And it was an Airbnb. We get to the Airbnb pouring down rain. The kid that took us there had literally, I don't think, ever driven in the rain. I was white knuckling it the whole way there. I was like, oh my God, this is the first night we're going to get killed. <laughs> we get to this Airbnb and the, the woman had texted me all the information. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. She said, just walk between the houses and then in the back there's the farmhouse and that's where you're going to stay. And we're just <laughs> going to stay in the barn. We're just walking in the pitch black and like find that. And literally it was like, is this the door handle? And then we open and then we turn the light on. I that's think, not a door handle. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, zip up your pants. <laughs> uh, so uh, so then I text, I go, where, I think we, is this what where we're supposed to be? And she's like, yeah, that's it. So we go in, we, we can't believe we've made it one day through. We spend the night. The next day we get up, Aaron's up before me and he said, Hey, Pat, you got to come out here. I go out and with the lights on, we're like on a horse ranch. There's wow. like horses and there's like, there's like dogs running and sheep dogs. And it was just like, we saw none of this when we came in. It was, it was like a magic trick. It was like, boom, now you're on a ranch. And that's oh one, one day from Santa Monica. Uh, yeah, that's one, yeah, day, one yeah. day. That's yep. wild. Like how much is the country can change like that? It really was. Well, yeah, it was really, it was, it was insane. It wow. was, um, we saw the most gorgeous uh, scenery throughout the trip, and we documented that with uh, B-roll footage. Thank you. You'll be seeing that on All the right. phone. <laughs> um, so then Utah, our next, uh, our next state that we head into is uh, as we head into Colorado. Pat left a couple mm. of wives there, and, you know, it's okay. Um, I'm all right with it. Well, all my exes are actually in Texas. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, so that's another reason. Wait, you know, that, did I just make a terrible Utah joke? Like, is that you, like you a did. really, is that probably like a... I just defended all the Utah I did. listeners. I'm sorry, solid. Utah. Yeah. That's, you know what? That was terrible. Can You're, we edit out how horrible I I'm am? I'm not editing any of this out. <laughs> that's the one thing I will not do Brutal. with this podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. That was, I'm sorry. So I've, we, I've had a little wine. I know. Yeah, we've, I've had we've a, all had a little wine. Excuse. That's our excuse for any, anything we more. say here. We're not accountable yeah. for it because we've been drinking. So. so we we head into Colorado. Here's another song. Neither one of you will like. It's called Colorado Bulldog, which is a mixed drink. We didn't have one there, mm. but this is a band called Mr. Big. Enjoy this. Oh, my wife likes it. Her head's Good moving. <laughs> You send her over one, two. Next thing I remember, I was crawling around the room. She was dancing on a table. Now, now I want to know what's in a Colorado Bulldog. That's that's the question. Oh, that's a good okay. question. Let me, look, yeah. let me look that up. Is now. that a drink? It's a drink. Oh, yeah. Let's have one of those. Yeah, okay. After we have our finish our bottle yeah. of wine. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Which we'll do before we uh, even hit halfway across the country. Yeah, no kidding. Right. I think these beer nuts are from, from um, one of your listeners. Yes, Joe Joseph Dean. Thank you, Joseph or Dean. Or Dane. I forget how to say your last name. I'm tough with that, but I know it's Joe. Thank you. I, I'm eating all your beer nuts. Ingredients in the Colorado Bulldog. It's one ounce of vodka, one ounce of coffee liqueur, Ooh. Uh, then it says milk, and a splash of Coca-Cola. Sounds like Ooh. a drink you would like. It, Coca-Cola, that's such yeah. a Southern thing. I'm su- surprised it's Colorado. Yeah. That's, that's, uh-huh. So that's a white Russian with Coke. White Russian with Coke? Maybe, huh? maybe it's a black Russian. Oh, no, 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 it's white. Black Russian is something different. It's got milk in it. Yeah, true. But then the Coke maybe Mm. makes it a little brownish looking. Caramely. No, it does. There's a picture of it here. Okay. Not cocaine. I don't know what just happened. Keep going. 
Keep going. I don't know what happened. Moving through Colorado. Colorado. And we saw, like I said, we saw, and and Eric's going to hate this, but we saw beautiful scenery. When he first came to the mountains, his life was far away on the road hanging by a song. But the string's already broken and he doesn't really care. It keeps changing fast and it don't last too long. All right, ju- just to clarify, sure. I do not hate Rocky Mountain High. Mm-hmm. I do not hate John Denver. Please, no emails. Um, it's just as the oldest member of this podcasting team that there was a time and a place, and that uh, was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So that's my own. That was my comment before we started. Okay. So, well, yeah, the, the, rock, in, rock in peace, John Denver. John Denver, I don't have a problem with because he doesn't try. He's not a white guy trying to be soulful. He's he's not trying to be soulful. No, no, <laughs> not at all. He's not soulful. He's just writing catchy songs. He's just so, yeah. In Utah, we had some trouble. Because there's barely a Lyft driver in Utah. So the one guy who drove us through Utah, Jeff, he would drive us to the next big town or city or whatever you want to call it. I guess a town. And I would get out the Lyft app and I'd be like, I'd say to Aaron, there's no Lyft drivers around here. And he's like, oh no. What the fuck are we going to do? I'm like, no, no, let's see if we can talk to Jeff. So Jeff would come out. He would gas his car up and come out. He's like, what's going on, guys? I'm like, do you want to keep driving us? And he's like, let me turn my lift app on again. And then we would hire him because he was the only guy in the well, area. Yeah. And we would just keep going. And we're like, we were like, how far do you want to drive? He goes, I'll get you to where there's your next lift driver. Really? Oh, that's so cool. very cool of him. I mean, everyone was nice, but Jeff possibly at the top of the list as far as nice. Cause he could have easily said, Hey, I got to I don't can't. He also, one of his jobs was he, he was retired, but he would also drive and deliver, um, uh, medicine to the elderly. That was another one of his driving wow. jobs he would do. So he had to, he had actually, he had a shift that night. So he had actually had to call and get his, uh, me, his important medicine shift covered for the night so he could continue the journey with us. Right. Wow. You don't want great. somebody deprived wow. of their insulin because no, you have to get to the next stop. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. So no. that was pretty nice. Yeah. But very cool of him to get you across Utah. Because there are some empty parts of Utah. You could really, have been out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yes. right. And then, and then if we're out in the middle of nowhere, it's over. Because <laughs> we didn't want to cheat. We didn't want to right. get on a bus or whatever. We wanted to, we wanted it to be all lift. So. Do I get any credit for almost talking you out, for, for talking you out of possibly taking a bus one time? Do you remember? In Nebraska? Uh, well, we, we, I guess you'll get to Nebraska. Yeah, Sorry. and then you have to refresh my memory on. Oh, yeah, no, no, I remember. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I was like, you can't do that. You were the moral support that I, kept I, him well, true to his vision. At a certain vision. point, I was like way on board, like too yeah. on board. That's that was me. It's like <laughs> it became the extreme purist. Right, yeah. exactly. This is the best. You have to do this. <laughs> I'm just a pain in the butt either way. So then in Colorado, we get picked up by a driver named Keith, and he drops us off. He takes us for a nice uh, a nice run, about a two hour run i forget where the place is but he drops us off and aaron and i have dinner we check into our second airbnb and then i woke up at like four in the morning that night i just had it it was weird i don't really usually have a feeling that wakes me up but this did so i get out my app and i start looking and i'm like oh there's no lift 
where we're, where, where Keith dropped us off, there's no lift. Huh. So I wake Aaron up. I'm like, dude, we're. You wake him up at four in the morning. I did. Tell him there's no lift. I said, yeah. I said, there was going to be no lift at yeah. six or seven in the morning. I know, too, but, but we had yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. We had to I figure it out because if we don't start, if we don't right. get on the road at a certain time, right. we're screwed. It's screwed. So yeah. I'm like, there's not lift here. He's like, are you kidding me? I go, yeah, it's just, I, I'm like, I fucked up. So, because I, I did. <laughs> so then I finally, finally, I go on the lift website and it shows you exactly everywhere that there's lift. See, what I was doing was I was using my app. And if you just punch in two places on your lift app, mm-hmm. it'll tell you how long it takes to get there and how much that ride will be. But right, it doesn't yes. tell you if there's lift there or not. Oh, oh. See what I mean? And I'm oh, like, yeah, well, okay. So I was just using the lift. So right. yeah, it's my mistake, but also, hey, lift, if I punch it in and there's no lift in that area, <laughs> it should say no lift in that area. No, that would be a useful piece of information. So now we had everyone signed release forms. So I don't know what to do at this point. And then I think, I go, you know what? Let me, let me pull out the release form from Keith. Maybe Keith will come here and we can hire him from here and he can take us on to, to I think the next stop was Aspen. So Keith didn't leave a number, but he did leave his email address. So I immediately sent him an email now, Pilar and I, we check our email all the time, constantly. Right. I don't know if Keith's that guy. Sure. I don't know if he's a guy that's just going to be check it once a day. I check it uh-huh. before I go to sleep at night. And then, so I send him an email and I have my phone number. And about an hour later, I get a text and it says, hey, it's Keith. What time do you want me there? Wow. So I said, wow. be here at nine. And he was there awesome. at nine. It was awesome. So he was there at nine and he turned on his Lyft app and we hired him. And he took us on Aspen. And uh, Aspen was gorgeous in Aspen. Yeah. And, and when Keith drops us off in Aspen, he says, now, fellas, you want me to take you on to Denver? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I know for a fact, Keith, because I turned on the app and there were just cars everywhere. I go, I know yeah. for a fact we can get here. And I said, and we, we've been with you twice already and we, we do need to meet some new people, but you know, thanks so much. So he could have been yeah. like the so, third person on this, on this, in this yeah, documentary. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So we parted yeah. ways, but uh, yeah, Keith, uh, I, we call Keith the lifesaver because he, he really was, he really was. So yeah. eventually then we, uh, we get out of Denver. Do you know who that is, Pilar? Do you know the artist? Mm, do you know the artist? I don't. They owe just a little bit to Chuck Berry, but I don't yeah. know who it is. It's uh, you would always do the impression of kids you went to high school with. They would go see this guy at the Garden. Oh. So who was it? It was Seeger at the Garden. No, not Pete Seeger. It was Bob Seeger at the Garden. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, go. I should have known Bob Seeger. Oh, I felt terrible. A, that was from the classic Live Bullet album, 1975. That was from Live Bullet. It's from Live Bullet. So now our driver, this is, the first, this is our first female, female driver. We have not had a female driver yet. So we were probably actually creepily excited when, <laughs> when she pull, pulled up because we're like, it's a lady, it's a girl. No, we could see it on the app, so we weren't creepy in front of her. I'm like, oh, it's Terry. Terry, a guy? No, Terry, a girl. Yay. So, um, so again, this is the first. Uh, this is so the you fir- go with your usual line of questioning. You want to have an adventure. <laughs> and can we put cameras in your vehicle, right? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, okay. What are you Weirdos. wearing was one of the questions. 
Um, she had a really old car. She had a crack across the windshield. Really? She, Are you allowed to, to drive for Lyft with a crack across your windshield? Well, see, the thing you, is, Lyft's not going to come to your house and check your car out. That's true. Well, now they so, might check hers because yeah. you're just putting this out to the I'm world. I'm sure it's been fixed now. It was, it, it, safe light was on its way. There's many. Yep. There's many Terry's. There there's many Terry's that are there driving are. There in are. Colorado. Uh, so uh, this is, Terry was our first female driver, and I told you that I have... Uh, four songs with our drivers, with the female driver's names. Yes. Yeah. So this is a song called Terry. Pilar, listeners of this show know how you feel about this band. Oh, is this UFO? Yes. And uh, what was your, do you remember your quote about them? Uh, I'm not very good, are they? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. That's what Pilar says. This is Terry. And I'm right. <laughs> this, how dare you? Uh, this girl has had had a tough life. She had had a tough life. She wouldn't get real specific, but she would allude to things, and you just mm. you could figure out what was going on. And she moved. She moved to uh, Colorado with her boyfriend, and then he broke up with her and kicked her out, and she was homeless. Oh. I mean, how long? How long were you with with her? I mean, how far um, did she drive? She we were with her about ninety minutes. Oh yeah. wow! She okay. drove us into she drove us into uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Mm. So wait, she moved mm. to Colorado with this guy, and then he kicked her out. And she Broke was up, homeless, and then she was homeless because she wanted to stay there. And mm. um, yeah, it's just it was and rough. so she was driving for Lyft. Uh, and she was driving for Lyft, meet. yeah, to make ends meet and, and get herself. So this just happened. Um, it was recently, yeah. That we it should happened. have her over. I feel bad. That's, oh, that's we we felt so like when we when we when she dropped us off in Cheyenne, I gave her money to gas up and you know yeah. stuff like yeah. that because you yeah. just you know you had to. Sure. What we, did, what? How old was she? I mean, generally speaking, um, I would say she was uh, thirty. 20, Although twenty-eight to thirty-two. You know, when I came out to LA, I was all supposed to come out with somebody who didn't show up. I didn't get kicked and out, were but he didn't, he didn't were show up. Were you homeless? He didn't show up. I've never I heard this story. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I was supposed to come out with a boyfriend who uh, forgot. <laughs> forgot he was moving across he, the country. It happens. it happens. Yeah, he yeah. ended up in Chicago with his ex-girlfriend. So he oh. got halfway there, but he I believe forgot to come to L.A. Yeah. I believe the wine is a talking. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Uh, so again, that song has nothing to do with the person Terry other than her name is Terry. So Terry drops us off in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Let's hear a little bit of the beaches of Cheyenne from Garth Brooks. He was up in Wyoming. Hey, so were we. No man could ride. He promised her he'd turn out. Well, it turned out that he'd lie. And all the dreams that they'd been living in the California sand Dying right there beside him in Cheyenne They say she just went 
That's a song about a guy who uh, is in the rodeo and he tells his wife that he, he won't ride this one bull and then he does and he gets killed. That happens. Yep, yep. That'll happen. Garth Brooks is back, right? Garth Brooks has never left. He's just, he's retired to raise his kids. No, he's, no, he, mm-hmm. he left for a while, didn't he? To raise his kids. I thought he did, yeah. Yeah. He's literally worth, his net worth is like $400 million. Wow. So he, he'll be fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so we get dropped off in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, we bid Terry farewell. We're excited because we've had our first female driver. And, uh, and now I look and I'm like, okay. Aaron, we're in big trouble. And he goes, why? I said, because there's... At this it, point, Aaron might be losing some faith right, in this you. Is, <laughs> this is an often repeated conversation. Yeah. We're I'm in big you, trouble by Pat. Yes, Aaron, it is. Aaron, we, we, just, he, we both went with the flow. We were like, well, you know, what? We, every day we just wanted to get to our next point so that we could, you know, complete this journey. So it, it was kind of exhilarating and exciting in that way too. But so there's only two, there's only two cities in Wyoming that had lift. Cheyenne and I think... I think Laramie, which was which was west, and we weren't going west. We're going east, right? Yeah, and we're going through Nebraska. The next place that has lived is in North Platte, Nebraska, mm. and it's two hundred and twenty-two miles away. So that, and it's about six at night. It's starting to get dark, and we're like, the next driver has to agree to drive us to North Platte because they can't they can't drop us anywhere but North Platte. So we're like, all right, here we go. So I pull out the Lyft app, and a guy pulls up, Marvin, older gentleman, glasses, gray hair, really nice car, very nice. We do the whole thing. Marvin, you ready for an adventure? He laughs. He's like, what do you got for me? And we tell him, and he goes, well, let me call mother and tell her I'll be home late tonight. And mother's mother's his wife. Mother's his wife. If it was his real mother, she'd be 300 years old. Right, right, right. So, uh, But 222 miles in those states, uh, you can move, right? You can move, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no CHP Uh, there. No, no CHP. But Marvin, uh, 10 kids. (gasps) Whoa. 10 kids. Super, super, super religious. Uh, the family, they're a hunting family. They do it as they do it, not for sport, but more as a, as a bonding experience Mm -hmm. for the family. They all take gun safety. Uh, they, they, they start when they're 12. I mean, just, just not how, you know, this was a person that had some stuff to say that wasn't what we had heard, you know, before. So again, you're out of Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Also this, this guy had treats in his car. He's like, do you want a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew? And we're like, a Mountain Dew and he has a cooler. He's like, no, in the back there's chips and he had candy and I'm like, well, we're going to gain 10 pounds on this ride, Marvin. (laughs) He he must be used to these longer cars. Best lift driver ever. So Marvin was cool and uh, he got us to where we needed to go. So let's hear a little bit of the very, very dark uh, song by Bruce Springsteen called Nebraska. From the town of Lincoln, Nebraska with a sawed off 14 on my leg. It's about a couple that goes on a murder spree. There you go. Through the mm-hmm. badlands of Wyoming, I killed everything in my path. That guy kills everything in his path. Except yeah. luckily, this luckily, guy. this guy didn't pick us up. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what's what's interesting though, right? Is if you just told, you know, describe this kind of guy, just being mm-hmm. being sort of Eric being in our our group, our writing group, right? Right. So if one of the writers pitched, like, okay, this guy, 
He drives for Lyft. He's got 10 kids. He teaches them to hunt when they're 12 years old. <laughs> they eat what they kill, right? right? Like it would have been the beginning of a serial killer story, right? right? But what I love about what you did, Pat, was you talked to everybody yeah. and humanized everybody and really got a sense of who everyone was. I was fascinated and, by it. And it's just like you said, it's not only the book by, by its cover, mm -hmm. it's just the fact that like, you know, we make all these gestures about yeah. like, oh, you know, the Americans who are underserved or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, like, but it's like you just went in and you're like, talk to everybody yeah. you met. Marvin. And, and that's it was well, so you, cool. got, you got out of your bubble. I mean, we all yeah. live yeah. in our own bubbles yeah, yeah. and you got out of it. Mar right. Marvin, no TV, no radio. Uh, what do you like to do for fun? Him and his wife like to read uh, Bible passages See, to each again, other. again, wow. in, in just, our writing group, that would be a different take, yeah. but, you and then, know, um, but what, he was a great guy. What do the kids do? Two of the ki his kids are in the missions and they're over in, I forget what country they were in, but they were helping to build houses. And so, I mean, you know, whatever you feel about a certain person, like, you know, his fan, his kids were doing good and passing it along and mm -hmm. doing good for other people. So, yeah, you know, that's great. it was great. It was great. So uh, Marvin drops us in North Platte, Nebraska. We spend the night in North Platte, and we get up the next day, and I know there's lift in North Platte now. I, there's no, Aaron, we're cool. I looked at the website. We're good. So I, I pulled the lift out, lift app out. Do you have to go, Eric? I do have to go. I have to leave you in Nebraska. Leave us in Nebraska. Eric, thank you for sitting in, I, and thank you for supporting this film. Absolutely. Thank you, Pat. Thank it you is, so it is a great project. Well, Everyone listening if you have anything you can kick in, do so because it's a it's a lovely story and it's a side of America that should get told. Thank you, thank you. And while you walk Eric out, I'll tell people where to go right now to find out more about the film. That's a great idea. Pilar and Eric Eric's uh, going to be walked out by my wife. You don't have to run; take your time. All right. If you're on Twitter, go to at Uplift Doc, and you can follow us there on Twitter. And you can also go on the left hand side uh, of the Twitter page, and it'll have a link to. Uh, to our Indiegogo. Also, if you just Google Indiegogo, Uplift Documentary, Pat Francis, Aaron Gould, you'll find it. And um, so that's it. Hopefully you guys, so far, hopefully so far we're 45 minutes into our audio journey of my trip. And hopefully you guys are going to uh, uh, watch the teaser. That's what I want to say. Watch the teaser on the Indiegogo page. I think if you watch the teaser, you'll get a real sense of what we're trying to accomplish here. And I think, uh, I think that's the best way to, uh, to say, wow, this looks like a, a cool project. So Pilar's back. She just filled her glass up to the, it's a paper cup and you <laughs> certainly fill that to the rim, right? Is it the rim or the brim? What do you say? Uh, to the I think top. I say to the, yeah. You just say to the top. The top. So we get to North Platte, Nebraska, wake up. I, as I said, I pull out the app. I call for a lift, no drivers in the area. 10 minutes at times out. I do this like three times, four times. And then Aaron's like, I don't know. We, we try to talk to the guy who runs the hotel we stayed in. And um, uh, he, he didn't quite understand. He was from another country and he didn't understand what we were asking. He didn't really know what Lyft was. So he, he wasn't helpful. So Aaron said, I'm going to run next door to the hotel next door and see what they can come up with. And Aaron comes back. He said, okay, good news. They do have Lyft in this town. I said, okay, great. He's like, uh, bad news, it's James. I go, what do you mean it's James? Apparently when Aaron was asking the girl about Lyft, she goes, oh yeah, we have Lyft here, it's James. <laughs> and Aaron said, it's James, yeah, that's our Lyft driver. So Aaron's like, well, he's not answering his, his app. So 
At this point, we might have to call an audible and we might have to use Uber. We felt that that might be a cheat, but it was still, it's just part, it would be part of the story. Well, look, so when he, you set out, it wasn't supposed to be a big commercial for Lyft. It's not it was big supposed to be about ride share, ride anyway. Ride share, but we like Lyft better yeah, and, and yeah. we came up with a great title, Uplift. So we were like, okay, we might have to call an audible and use Uber. So then Aaron said, okay, what about Uber? Do you have Uber in, in the town? And she said, we do. James. <laughs> so J- people, you want to make money, move to North Platte. This guy, James, has got the monopoly like, on everything. That's not fair. So I'm pretty sure what happened is the woman calls James and says, turn your Lyft app on. Oh my God. And so eventually James comes and James was the best. He was like a Dana Carvey character from Saturday Night Live. Talking, 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 had so much to say, gives back to the community, builds houses for Habitat for Humanity, ask him what he likes to do. His wife, who's a bodybuilder, they like to get, they like to ride. He runs marathons. She's a bodybuilder. They like to get on their motorcycles and ride cross country. It was, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. These, these aren't people that I run into on a day-to-day basis. I'm sure I could if I interviewed people at the Trader Joe's, but I don't do that because you'd look like a weirdo. So, uh, so yeah, that's just, this was James, James was just one of those guys. He sounds so much more productive than we are. I, I know. <laughs> Some of these people, I'm like, man, you're really, you're really doing it. These are, a lot of these people that are like James, I think he had, him and his wife got married young, had their kids young. So now their kids are all grown up. And so now they have their free time. Whereas I think people of our oh age, we did our free time, what we thought was doing our free time first and yeah. had our kids later in life. So, That's true. Now we're worn down. We're too, <laughs> now we're too, worn down too and damn tired. drinking wine in an office in Studio City. And peanuts. So uh, James uh, drives us, I forget how far, but he drops us off at this place called Freddy's Burgers. We have, he goes, you got to eat at Freddy's. So we ate at Freddy's. And then I called, um, I called our next driver and a lovely Hispanic woman and her name was Maria. That, of course, is the band Blondie from their 1999 album called No Exit. That's the song that Blondie released that tricked us all into thinking Blondie was back. And then we bought that album and realized they weren't. By we, you mean you. I'm going to blanket statement that everyone felt the way I did. (laughs) That is not a good album, and that is a kick-ass song. It is a good song. It's a great song. And I was like, holy crap, Blondie's back. Drop the needle. No. So uh, Maria drives us through Nebraska. She's actually, it's her son's birthday. She's heading to his birthday party and agrees to drive us quite a distance. Calls her, her son's like in his 20s. Calls her son, says she's going, she says I'm going to be in a documentary. He's like, that's amazing. You know, all this kind of stuff. Told us some amazing stories. She picked up someone one day and the guy got in the front seat, which to me, creepy. And he immediately starts to tell Maria uh, by the way, I want to say that Maria is a citizen in the United States. She moved here from Mexico. She's been moved here 20 years ago, has been a citizen, has worked for the government, has worked in the school system, and she drives Lyft to make a little extra cash. 
this guy gets in the front seat and immediately tells her that Lyft must not have a very good vetting process uh, if they're hiring illegal aliens. Man. What the heck? Yeah. So Maria, the strong woman that she is, she says, who do you work for? And he work, he's a pilot at an airline. She goes, they must not have a good vetting system because they hire dumb people. <laughs> and then she proceeds to pull over. It's snowing. She tells us it's snowing. She proceeds to pull over and tells him to get out. Good. And Good. then he convinced her not to let him out in the middle of nowhere in the snow. And then she took him where he needed to go. But I was like, I mean, so a story like that made me so, made me sad, made me angry. It's, it's not, but those are the, but you know, Good for her to tell that story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. That's that's all I got to say about Maria. Yeah. Then we move on. I think we are in Omaha. And so let me just play a little bit of Omaha by uh, Counting Crows. You know, Maria, that song about Maria yeah. was like, I was listening to that song going, wow, it would be so cool to be Maria because that is just like saying she is the most kick-ass person yeah. in the whole wide world. Yeah. There is nothing de- negative about Maria, but I'm glad that's the song you played for that, Maria. That is yeah. awesome. I had a lot of Maria songs, and that seemed like the most kick-ass, and our Maria was kick-ass. Would you like me to sing the uh, Maria from West Side Story? You can, but when the show's over and we're in the car. Okay, all right. This is Omaha by Counting Crows. Start tearing the old man down Run past the heather and down to the old road Start turning the grain into the ground Rolling a new leaf over In the middle of the night There's an old man shredding around Gonna walk on water. Oh, could you drop a line my way? Oh, somewhere in middle America, you right to the heart of matters. It's a heart that matters more. Some of these songs are, are working out for me because we were right in the middle of uh, America. Yeah. And that's what they said in that Counting Crow song, Omaha. So now some of the drivers did not have a big compelling story or or drama in their lives or anything. And that was okay too cuz we when we're in Omaha we have a, a guy named Brandon. He's 30 years old and we ask him what his dream is and he said, "I'm doing it right now. I just love driving Lyft. I love it. I love meeting new people and he he got his uh, girlfriend pregnant in high school so he has like a 16-year-old son and he goes, "We hang out we hang out during the week and see movies." And he's just he was just a kid that was filled with life and just this is what he wants to do right now. So that was cool. So with a guy like that, we just play silly games and joke around. Like we played a thing called the Tom Cruise game where we we each take turns naming Tom Cruise movies and whoever can't name it is out. And then we keep going. So, you know, sometimes we would just have a fun drive. Like if you were on a road trip with with friends, that's what we would do. Because you can't make a person have a drama or pain or hardship. And we weren't looking for drama, pain, and hardship all the time. You know, yeah. When you, when you think about a road trip, a lot of times you think about yeah. games that you play in the car. Exactly. So that's great that you added some of that. And uh, the only mistake that Brandon made is when he said uh, at one point he goes, "Mission Impossible one through six. I'm like, "God damn it, Brandon! Why would you burn <laughs> off six movies? We could have went around twice with that. Now you ruined it." And I told him that right on camera. I feel for Brandon. I get. Then, I, I understand his pain. Then some bikers came by and go, "I'm going to flip these guys off." I mean, we just whatever. <laughs> you did not. I said I was going to. I might have. But it was, uh, again, oh, just fun. Just fun. Okay. I had to have some fun. 
We talked, what else? We talked about Girl Scout cookies with this guy. You know, that was my secret fear was that you were going to like get piss somebody off and get killed. Your secret fear or a dream? <laughs> or your, Depends on which day you're asking Or your greatest me. dream ever. <laughs> well, uh, you know, from Nebraska, then we went through Iowa. No songs for Iowa. What? The really? I couldn't find one at such short notice. Iowa, Iowa. There's got to be something. I Look, man, I tried. Huh. And then we went through, uh, went through, you know, went to Evanston and then through Chicago. And then we eventually went Did you through. have any, any kind of, like, I mean, you lived in Chicago for six years before right. I saw you. Yeah. So, like, going through that part of Illinois. Oh, it was cool to see the, you know, drive down through the city and along the, um, along Lake Michigan. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And that was a night, uh, we stayed in Evanston and we stayed, Aaron and his wife have good friends in Evanston. And that was like the best. We got to do some laundry. We had a home cooked meal. We got to just hang out and really chill out. And we really got a late start that next morning because we actually were like, oh, this is really, it wasn't hard to leave a hotel. Yeah. But it was hard to leave this nice, uh, lovely family. Uh, and, uh, so thanks to Linnell and, and, and Sam and everyone in Evanston that uh, Thank you, Linnell put us up. And Sam. Really nice home-cooked meal, home-cooked breakfast. We really got a late start. But um, uh, eventually then we get into Indiana, and this is, this is friend of the show, uh, Melissa Etheridge. Sad song, though. She came to this world on a cold night. Papa turned his head and said, I don't believe she's mine. Single mama raised her in a place where you can look but never touch. Cause we don't have enough. Don't let your hopes get high. Cause girls like you can't fly. All the long nights in the small room with the Oh, Indiana, you're only dying here And they don't understand It's a tough road, but you such a weakness from Melissa Etheridge. Who, me or you? I do. I know. It's I that, just... It's that voice and she, she uh, puts it out there. Oh, my God. Now, because I was looking at my song list I, and not at my list of drivers, I jumped right through Iowa, which was a a pretty important state on our drive because we, we had our third female driver. Her name was Roland, and she was actually came here as a refugee. Wow. And that was the, I think, I had sunglasses on, but that was the one time I, I really physically teared up because, you know, she was, she referred to this country as second heaven. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's big. That's so, um, pretty great. So I asked her, because like everyone here, oh, she came here as refugee. Do you know what that really means? Nope. Do you know how that works? Nope. I didn't. So I asked her, I said, could you tell us how that, what, what goes on and what's the process and how did you become a refugee? And I guess, you know, I get, I don't, I mean, I, to simplify it, there's gunfire and a, a war is breaking out in the village where she lives and her mom and the kid takes her and this five brothers and sisters and they just walk out of the village. Just walk with whatever they have on their backs. I go, well, how, how long do you walk? And she's like, until it's safe. Holy. But there could be day. I mean, you know. Yeah. Our, our daughter wants an extra $20 to go to California Pizza Kitchen and get macaroni <laughs> and cheese. And these kids, are there's gunfire and they got to walk out of their village. I right, mean, it just, right. it is, it's really, 
different. And right. if you if you if you ever don't think you take things for granted, when then when you hear stories like this, you're like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then our next driver was Femi, right? And he was a he was six foot ten. And I forget what country he was from because I don't have all the information in front of me. But he said the same thing in in the car. He said, This country is heaven. Maybe Iowa's a really cool place to to live. Who knew? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But uh, yeah, people, you know, people coming to this country and, you know, um, uh, Roland was a, it was a, is a medical student, you know, she's giving back, she's a caregiver. I mean, you know, the, you know, the, all the people that I met that came here from other countries, they seemed to have jobs in which they were helping other people. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed to me like what I, I thought was so fascinating about every picture you shared was nobody was like the person before. No. Everybody was completely different. Completely different. And I mean, again, it goes with like, what's an American? It, it's, it's everybody. That's not just talk. All yeah. you have to do is take a lift across country and you'll see that. And it's random. We weren't casting these people. Someone didn't pull up and we went, eh, nah, yeah. we'll do the next one. Right, we right. Didn't, it wasn't like that at all. We yeah. took the We took the first person... That would agree to take us. Right. Pat, can I say something? Yeah. This might be the wine talking. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of you. That's definitely the wine talking. <laughs> so much the wine. But also, you know, you, you, you talk to people really well. You do get people to say things and open up to you. I love I've people. witnessed this at target constantly target <laughs> so it, those are my buds and so it's you know like pat knows the names of everybody at target he's like oh that's cousin joey i'm like my really buds. cousin joey that's what they call them yeah you know um all the moms at school of course that might be Make for another up. reason but but like you're just somebody who gets people to open up because you are open to everybody so i'm proud i try to be yeah uh, another one of our female drivers jamalia what a, what a strong woman she was. She picked us up in uh, in South Bend, Indiana and took us to, uh, I forget what the next stop was, but uh, mother of three uh, high school students, um, tight in the church, has her own clothing store, also does lift, uh, family nights every night, family vacations, kids got to do their homework. They're athletes, but, but she said, but they have to do their, like she was like saying, it's not just about the sports. They need to get their schoolwork in line too. She was cool. And she told stories about her son who's been pulled over three times in like the past couple of weeks by white police officers. Jamalia's black. And um, she also told us that her husband, who's also African-American, voted for Trump. And the way she said it was, she said, I was like, who'd your husband vote for? And she went, Trump. <laughs> exactly how she said it. And I go, how do you feel about that? And she said, well, and this was very important. She said, well, I didn't vote. And if you don't vote, you can't complain. There you go. So. I bet she's voting in the next. Oh, I bet she's voting. 2020. She's definitely. getting all those kids to vote. Yeah. And that husband's going to vote. <laughs> well, I think I asked her if, if he's still on board with Trump. And she's like, he doesn't say, but I'm not really. <laughs> So anyway, we don't talk politics on the show, but this is a bonus episode and this is what really happened. So and I'm you putting didn't it talk out there. politics in the documentary either. We did not bring up politics until we got deep into coming into the East Coast. And then uh, 
a woman coming up, uh, Donna, really wanted to talk politics. And so then we did. But that was not an agenda. Right. But nothing was off limits either. But I wasn't there to um, to start arguments with people about their religion or about their politics or about anything like that. I just wanted to hear how they live their lives and what they do. And that's what I wanted. I just wanted to hear what they had to say. Right. You know, because I wasn't offering... Well, I did offer up a lot. We all, yeah, we talked too. Also, I want to tell you that Aaron wasn't, it wasn't me just talking. Aaron, Aaron and I, uh, we switched who sat in the front seat with every other driver. Aaron, I think, Aaron would have been- so funny. He's really funny. And we had the same, so I'm telling this story, but I'm telling you also that Aaron was, is just as much of this documentary as I am. It's a 50-50 project. And, uh, and again, we traded, we traded sitting up front and- he, I don't think at first he wanted to. He's like, you just sit up front. I go, it's not a Pat Francis show. I go, you're on this trip. Get in front. So and, we switched every time. And what's nice is your your humor is really compatible. And I think that's we had hard so much sometimes. Fun. We had so much fun. Yeah. It was so crazy. Um, I made Aaron laugh so much one night. We uh, we got to this place and we went to the mall. And we were just looking at all that store. Just, you know, just killing time. And uh, we went to this Disney store and we were looking at the the Marvel superhero stuff. And this woman came, or maybe Star Wars stuff. And this woman who works there came up to me and she was like, hey there, stormtroopers, what can I help you with tonight? Are you looking for anything particular? You know, and she was like, just all into the Disney mode, you know, the whole time, you know? Yeah. And we're like, oh no, we're just looking around, we're in from out of town. She was like, okay, well, don't forget Space Rangers or whatever she was saying, all this stuff. How'd she know you were a stormtrooper? And then when she walked away, I looked at Aaron and I just said, fuck you. <laughs> and he <laughs> lost his mind so that he would like every, every like day he would go, Oh my God, I just thought of you telling, saying, not saying to the woman, <laughs> but just pretending like you were saying it to her. Fuck you. <laughs> I go, can you imagine if she came up and said that? And someone just said to, Fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we just had a great time. We really did have a great time. All right, let me see where I'm moving on. Where are we? I don't even know where we are in the, I don't in the know. States. Wait, I think you had to backtrack to Iowa for a while, and then you had to go forward. Okay. Are we? I'm where? moving forward. Okay. I'm moving forward. All right. Um, kid named Brandon. Uh, such a funny kid. Such a great kid. This kid, African-American kid, and just he has something. Like I, eventually during the ride, I ask him, I go, have you ever done stand-up comedy or do you act or anything? Because this kid just, his... He just popped. He just, I mean, there was just something that if someone has that it factor, he, he had it and he was, uh, he was great, but he wasn't trying to be, you know what I mean? He wasn't trying to be on camera and he was just, he just had it. And, uh, and he picked us up in Ohio. I mean, it's the first song that comes to my mind when I think of Ohio. Not Chrissy Hind, your your lady. I went back to Ohio, but yeah. my city. Yeah, I mean that does. But this song's actually, it says I could have used her, but I, you know, there's a Pretenders episode coming up, so okay. we, we played it. So, um, so he drives. Brandon drives us all the way to Cleveland, and we told him, "I go take us before you take us to our hotel. Let's go to the to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland." <gasps> 
Oh, it's so the one stop you made. Yeah. And she called me back when we come from. We saw sure cool attitude. We saw back when we A little Ian Hunter and the Rant Band. That song is called Cleveland Rocks. So, so now we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but it was closed. I mean, we, it was after hours. Aww. But we just we ran around outside. There's a big, there's a big, uh, there's big letters that say Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So we ran around and got some pictures and footage and just had fun. And how, then, how, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm just curious because you didn't stop anywhere else. Like you could have stopped at like the big ball of string or whatever it is we that people have, stop we for just along had, the way. We just didn't have time to. And I mean, that that kind of stuff isn't like people are like, what did you see when you were there? We, go, we just saw what was out the front windshield. Or, so it was really all about the drivers. It was it's really all about all the about drivers. The it was, yeah, it's not, about, it's not about the parts of the country. It wasn't about seeing the Grand Canyon or, you know, anything like that. Or like you said, the giant ball of string or whatever. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't about seeing anything like that. Um, we wouldn't have had to do something like that. We would have had to take two weeks and decide that that's what we are going to do. Like, Hey, we're going to, this driver, we're going to go and we're going to skydive. I mean, you know, you can do stuff like that. This was just about getting the people's stories. I like that. I kind of like that because it, it, it makes them front and center. It's not, we've seen a lot of road trip kind of things right? and it's, they are more important. Their stories are more important. I like that. And, also, we started to, a couple of days in, we were like trying to figure out why people were opening up as much as they were. And then it just, it just hit us that they're in their own cars. Mm. They're in their own cars. That's their comfort zone. We don't have a camera crew. We don't have giant cameras strapped outside the car. Three GoPros. You, once you put it on the, on the windshield, it's, it's smaller than your phone. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they were, they were in their comfort zone. You know, so that they would just. That is true. You do feel oddly safe sometimes in your own in your own car when you're driving. Yeah. So we uh, we left Cleveland the next morning, and we had a driver named Joe, and uh, started to talk about to Joe, and I was asking if it was diverse in Cleveland and how long he's lived there, and Joe offered up that it, it's very diverse, and I said, does it have a uh, does it have a big LGBTQ community? And Joe said. Uh, said, uh, yeah, actually it does. And then, then I just went for it. This is the first time I kind of went for it. And I just said, I said, Joe, would you be part of that community? And he said, yes, I would be. So it was, um, again, it was, I just read into it, you know, and I could have been wrong because it's not, again, judging a book by its cover or whatever, but I just felt like, I felt like he might, uh, that he might be gay and he's actually bisexual and his, uh, most recent relationship, I think he said was with a woman and then we, we found out that he's not out to his dad. His dad's very conservative. So he's not out to his dad. And, and he said something like, but I guess I will be once he sees this. Yeah. So, is that interesting that, that that's what is coming out in the documentary? Like, yeah, that could and, change his life. And he, we, you know, he signed the release and we, we said, uh, you're cool with everything you said? Because when people would sign the release, they'd say, what is, am I signing this for? And I would say, it's so that we can use your wonderful face and your beautiful words. And if there's anything you said that you're not happy with, just tell me right now and I'll make a note of it. And everyone signed. No one had a problem with anything they said. 
So. Well, that's great. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So from, uh, from Ohio, then we move into, you've never heard this song. Are you sure? I'm positive. I've heard all the songs you like 35 times. It's from 2012. This is the band Heart with my good friend, Nancy Wilson, friend of the show. Okay. The song is called Pennsylvania. The streets were busy, the cafes and the bars. People laughing, the flash of cars. The neon tower like a fist up in the sky. All that power like a spin in heaven's eye. I thought I saw you, Pennsylvania. I thought I so you've never heard that song nope nope is that uh do you feel like that feels like pennsylvania to you being a pennsylvania boy um no they didn't sing about soft pretzels and <laughs> redden up the room so no also by the way uh in the description of this podcast i will embed links if you need them but again if not Follow us on Twitter, and you can find a link to the Indiegogo page at Uplift Doc. Or if you Google, because I've done it, um, Uplift Documentary Pat Francis Indiegogo, you will find it. And again, when this drops, which uh, when you're hearing this, it's Monday, we have about two weeks left, and we're at about 26%, so we have a long way to go. But I just feel that my biggest reach to people is through this show, because I know how many people listen around our country and around the world. So again, you're getting a bonus episode and hopefully you guys are going to be able to uh, help us out a little bit. So, and, and also L-Y-F-T. Yes, it's Uplift, L-Y-F-T. Yes, thank you, Pilar. That's good. <laughs> um, so we're only in Pennsylvania for a little bit because we're at the top, you know that little slanted flat part at the top of you're Pennsylvania? You're looking at me like I know geography. Yeah, you don't. But no. we're only in there for a little bit and our driver is Brian through Pennsylvania. Brian's a tricky one. He he sh- suffers from road rage. Not what you want to hear oh, when you're in a God. car with the At dude. At what point does he say, hi, I'm Brian. I, I suffer from road rage. Does he, t- he say that like right away? He told us all about it. And oh, he also, no. he also, Brian's tricky. We don't know what's going to end up in the dock. Uh, I could say stuff here right now that might not end up in the dock. But he's a, he's a Christian clown. He goes to Christian clown school with his daughter and they are both christian clowns i'm saying nothing it's very it's like you know it's so when we would when we would be recording with the people sometimes if it was a really long drive we didn't we didn't we after about an hour or so we 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 had what we needed you know what i mean so we would turn the cameras off and then just because to interview someone for two hours i mean it's a lot sometimes yeah like you said you're on yeah you're on so with Brian, we definitely had enough from him, enough good stuff. So I said, okay, we're just going to take a break. Now I'm going to turn the cameras off. We'll just chill out for a little bit. So I turned the cameras off and Brian says, and now this is when the cameras are off. So this is some inside dirt. Brian says to us, did I do something wrong? <laughs> oh God. What? Oh no. And then I heard Aaron pee his pants <gasps> in the back seat. Not really. But uh, I was like, what? And he's like, did I do something wrong? Because oh, remember, God. we're out in the middle of nowhere with Ryan, who has road rage, and <laughs> a Christian clown. 
So I was like, oh no. I was like, what? No, no, bro. We, this is what we do. We turn the camera. And I, I, it sounded like I was making it up because of the way I was saying, no, this is what we do. We, do, we just film it and then we'll turn it back on and do a wrap up. Okay. Are you sure? Oh, we're, yeah, absolutely. Everything's cool. I was like, Gee. and we, uh, from, uh, not the first two days, but then after that, we started to take selfies with the drivers. We did not take a selfie with Brian. No, we got out of the car and goodbye, Brian. Cause we were like, what the fuck, <laughs> man, are you kidding me? So, uh, anyway, that's what, that's what happened that's with Brian. That's so funny. All right, we're moving on. We're going to get into uh, we're going to get into New York. This is New York's in Love by uh, David Bowie. didn't like Bowie this show this show has made me like a lot of musicians and uh build my music collection vastly yeah because like you're a, a Bowie expert now you love I'm not an Bowie. expert but uh you know friend of the show Scott Adams who is a, a wild David Bowie fan he schooled me and helped me uh you know prepare and get uh, and find out which albums to listen to first and take a deep dive and so that's what's cool about the show you meet you meet people through Facebook. You hopefully get to meet them in person someday and you share music and you interact on Twitter and on Facebook and there's quite a community out there and that's what I love. Um, uh, did I build that community? They build it through the show, but they, they've done it. The listeners have done it and it's, uh, it's fun and exciting and we all don't like everything, but it's fun to try new stuff and people will go, have you ever heard this? No, I'll send it to you. And then you listen, didn't like it, did like it, whatever. It's just really fun. It's been nice for me. Suddenly David Bowie is in my house. Yay. David Bowie's in your house. But that's from the uh, Never Let Me Down. That's the 2018 re, they remixed it and did some tweaks to it. And they've made that album much better. And uh, Scott actually sent me that album. So I appreciate it. Now, I forget, I made a post about a guy named Fidel, but I forget what, where he picked us up in New York. Hmm. I forget. It wasn't Buffalo, was it? It was, because wasn't he like the most the sexiest, sexiest man, in man in Buffalo? I don't know if it was Buffalo, though. I can't, and I don't have my computer in I front of me. I think it was. I'm pretty sure because of some copy that you wrote. Well, so. I'll, I'll play this, even if it's not Buffalo, I'll play this for Fidel. Let's this just is, say if Fidel came to Buffalo, he'd he be would the sexiest be, man would be, in Buffalo. And it would definitely be ladies' night in Buffalo with, <laughs> with, with Fidel. <laughs> Traffic slow 
Do you know who that was? No. It was David Lee Roth. Oh, wait. He gets two songs on this podcast? Did he get two songs? Yeah. What else did... No, 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 no. I said the other song was Shy Boy, and, and David Lee Roth did a version of Shy oh. Boy, but that was a band called Talus. Okay. Do you know that David Lee Roth has an album that he recorded in Spanish? I know that David Lee Roth lights the menorah. <laughs> this is just for you. <laughs> this is a little Spanish Lee Roth. Okay. is what I call it. Let me know what you think of this. Oh. 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 Whenever there's a way, whenever there's a time, I try to slip in some Spanish Lee Roth. You know that I can't speak Spanish, right? What? You're you know Spanish? that my name is Pilar, yeah. but I cannot speak Spanish. Mm, I don't think that's true. I'm just saying. I know mm, we've been together for 20 years, but... I think you can speak Spanish. Most people think I can, but I cannot. All right. Okay. Okay, so we get into New York, and a driver picks, her, picks us up. Her name's Donna. She's the best. She's the greatest. So funny. Uh... Calls her husband, oh, hey, I'm on a documentary. She loves the Mets. Aww. Definitely wanted to talk about Trump. Wanted to talk about Sean Hannity. Oh, uh, no. I mean, she wanted to, oh, she was, she was all political. This was the most political talk that we had, and Donna was great. And so I just have a, I want to play this for Donna. Um, I forget what joke I said to her. I said, uh. She said something, and then I said uh, about she said something about Madonna, and then I said, uh, I said, you know what? I actually think Donna's younger than Madonna, and she goes, yeah, that's why I said that other thing. <laughs> it was funny, like she didn't get like, that. You didn't get the the yeah, joke. She didn't get hello. Her, she thought I didn't get what she was saying, but this is a song by David Johansson. This is called Donna. I, I thought, I guess I assumed you'd picked O'Donnell, oh, you know what I mean? No, I wanna, I, I, when I would, I would typed in Donna and I saw what came up and I'm like, oh, I love this David Johansson yeah, song. Yeah, cool. So, very cool. Uh, so Donna drops, I forget where she dropped us off in uh, New York. The next day we get picked up and this guy, Victor, this will be something. We will definitely have to subtitle. Victor didn't speak much English at all. Okay. And it was, uh, and, but he talked a lot. And I was like, I would get like every third word or fourth word. I was in the front seat for Victor. And I would get like every third or fourth word. And it was, and it's just funny to see me try to be like, oh, oh, your wife, your, you, that, you're saying your wife. You know? Like it was, uh, and he was just happy, go lucky. And it was pouring down rain and he was driving very fast, Victor, slow down. <laughs> but, um, 
but he was he was great. He was super nice, but um, but that was the one where the communication gap was very wide. But you know, you did the best you could. Sure. You know? But um, so then we move on, and we're getting into uh, we're getting into Boston. We're getting into Massachusetts. We're heading to Boston now. And here's a song, Super Sounds of the 70s from 1974. This is Dave Loggins, not Kenny. Dave is more wimpy than Kenny Loggins. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Please come to Boston for the springtime. Kenny Loggins is rough, isn't he? I'm staying here with some friends and they've got lots of room. This guy makes cupcakes. You can sell your paintings on the sidewalk Buy a cafe where I hope to be working soon Please come to Boston You know that song, though. Yeah, you know the song. you come home to me. I I hate to say this. Mm -hmm. Confession. Yeah. I have a total weak spot. For that song. For that song. There For you go. For that song. Right. I just, Pilar I don't know what it the is. the super sounds of the 70s. Yeah, I love that song. Oh, my God. You know why you like it? Because it's good. It is a good song. Yeah, it's a fucking good song. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, she keeps saying no. He keeps saying, will you do this? Yeah. And she says no. Come home to me. And yeah. then eventually. What happens? He, I think he comes home to her. Jumps off cliff. That, is that is that? No, I'm just making it up. But I, in so many of those songs, there's a tragedy. <laughs> Billy, don't be a hero. Oh, to Billy Joe. It's all everyone kill, killing themselves. You know, you know I love the night Chicago. Kind of, I love those kind of songs. The night Chicago died, everyone dies. <laughs> By the way, Pilar and I did a story song episode. Seek that out. That's right. There are some songs from the 70s from that. All right. So through Massachusetts, we have a bunch of cool drivers. And then we're finally to the point to where it's time to get our last driver. The driver that's going to drive us, I think, from Worcester into Boston proper. Worcester. Worcester. And it's got to be, now this driver's got to be great, uh-huh. right? Right. It's the only time we turned a driver down because we, <gasps> we call this guy what? and he's and he, he's like Victor. He doesn't speak any English. Okay. And I said, this the movie can't, because the movie's linear. It has to be start right. to finish. Right, right, I right. Go, this guy can't drive us to Boston. Right. And Aaron's like, oh no, 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 no. So we, he comes and we go, no, 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 everything's cool. You know, cancel the ride. Right. Cancel, pay. Okay, so then- we go inside and we wait like 10 minutes and I call the Lyft app. Bing. It's that guy again. I'm like, no, oh my God, turn it off. Okay. We wait about 20 minutes. And it's not, it's not like, it's not you saying no because of, it's just for the movie. It's, it's for like the movie. You have to get some song, uh, some songs, some, some stories, we right? We need a story. We need, yeah. actually, I want a great driver. I want someone that's really going to pop too. You know right, what I mean? Right, sure. And, and again, I'm sorry, this guy just, he just didn't speak English. This like, is where reality TV this, starts to come in. Yeah, this guy just didn't speak English. I oh. mean, this won't be in the film. We probably won't, you won't know that we turned down a guy. Right. But, so then we wait 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And I ping and it's that guy again. <laughs> I like, and I go, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I said, Aaron, get, you get your lift app and I'll get my lift app. We'll both turn it on. One of us is going to get this guy. Right. And then someone's going to get someone else. Yeah. So that's what we did. And we got, uh, and we got, we got Jackie. And this is a song by a band called St. Paradise. This is called Jackie.
like that song, right? I believe so. Yeah. Sounds like her personality. So Jackie's in the teaser. She's the one I'm explaining what we're doing to. She's got dread. She's got glasses. She just uh, she just got her degree in forensic science. A single mother of two. Boston accent. Tattoos. Pierce nose. Big talker. Just like our first driver of the trip, Talis. Jackie misses a bunch of exits. She gets <laughs> turned around. It, but we just, we wanted to stay in the car with her. We, this was our last driver and we loved her so much. We didn't care. We were just like, it's cool. Don't worry. We were just having so much fun. And then finally, uh, finally Jackie, you know, gets us to, to Boston Harbor. And this is a song called Boston. And this band is called, I don't know if I can pronounce it. August, Augustana. Boston songs are there. I, I think it's like one of those cities that has I think it more might be. There's there's even a band named Boston. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how it goes. That was so, a cool song though. So Jackie gets us to Boston Harbor, drops us off, we unload, say say our goodbyes, uh, we head to the harbor, we do some film, you know, film ourselves, you know, talking a little bit about what just happened, what we just did, and then we uh we turn off the cameras and then we just had a we just had a moment of, oh, I think we just did something no one's ever done before. You, you know what I mean? definitely did. I mean, it wasn't curing cancer. It wasn't climbing Mount Everest or, you know, anything like that. But we, we, just have, we did have a, a sense of, huh, all right. Yeah. Here we go. And then we went to, uh, I think it was called Sullivan's, and we had uh, fish and chips. Sully's. I wish Aaron was here to describe the girl who waited on him. <laughs> She's just like, you know, what's up? You want sauce? I don't know. Never tried it. You know, it was just like. Yeah, welcome to Boston. Yeah, it was great. And uh, man, I every day I want to eat that food again. Oh, there are, look. It's, it's the, the best. It's the only thing I miss about it was the best living in, was, in the Boston area. I'm from the Boston area. We've been to London many times. The fish and chips that I yeah, had that day was Fish and chips, ridiculous. the clam, clam chowder, it is the best. The yeah. best. So, okay, that wraps up our trip. I didn't talk about every driver, but there were many, many other stories, many drivers. I just wanted to give you a nice tease of what will be in this film. I'm trying not to burp. Um, <laughs> thank you for sitting in, Pilar, and thank Eric also. I'm going to tell you one more time that go to, for Twitter, go to at Uplift Doc, and Lift is with a Y. <laughs> I know, I'm burping for I'm some reason. I'm the one that's I didn't drink drinking. Any, I didn't drink one thing And this I would time. like to say that I am loaded and I ate 50 peanuts. Right. Like 50, like uh, five right. zero. I'm okay. pretty sure. That's that's nothing like driving across country by little. I know, I know. Do you think that's a documentary? But you, I am. You eating 50 peanuts? I almost ate this entire, what I mean, would, drank this entire What would happen if I ate 50 peanuts? Uh, you take me to the emergency I room. I would, I would. Diverticulitis, I'm a survivor. Okay, so <laughs> Twitter, at Uplift Doc, lift with a Y, or just Google Uplift Documentary Indiegogo 
Pat Francis. And if you can go there, watch the teaser trailer. It's it'll give amazing. you it'll give you a really good sense of what I just was telling you about. And then if you're so inclined, if it touches you, if you feel it, uh, please uh, try to support us and uh, we, we would love it because uh, uh, we just need help with finishing funds so you guys can all see this. And each tier has rewards. And if you're a Patreon listener, you know how diligent and good I am with those rewards. Yeah. I, I am on top of it. And so uh, that's all. That's our show. I'm going to leave you with what I like to call some prog rock bullshit. This is from, <laughs> no, ni- no, this no, is from no. 1991. <laughs> this is the band is Yes. The album is called Union. And the song's called Lift Me Up. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I got to play that song. That's true. So thank you, Pilar Alessandra. Thank you, Pat Francis. Uh, you are at... On the page? On the page on dot TV. But on Twitter, at on the page. Oh, you don't have to tweet okay. me. Just go to my website, on the page dot TV. Okay. I'm at I'm at I'm at Pat Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. And the film is at Uplift Doc with a Y. This is Yes with Lift Me Up. Stay. Gotta hate this time.